Hi, welcome to Kids First, a podcast created by Kids for Kids. I'm Evie. And I'm Lily. And each month we talk to people about their jobs. This month we're talking to Sam, a hockey player. Fact. Field hockey is one of the oldest team sports in the world. It dates back to nearly 3,000 years ago. Did you know that? Field hockey was banned in 1349 when King Edward III of England issued a law that said hockey and other games like football were illegal. Why was it banned? Well, apparently thousands of people used to play in one hockey match and it was really violent. But the main reason was that hockey was so popular that the people of England didn't want to practice their archery skills. The king wanted them to practice archery because archery helped them defend the country during wartime. So that's why he banned it. Welcome, Sam. Well, hello, Lily. And Evie. Can you explain what a hockey player does and what teams you've played with? Oh, well, hockey is a great sport and you have 11 players on each team. And it's a bit like soccer, really except it's a much smaller ball and you have a hockey stick and the goalkeeper wears a lot more protective gear. So I used to play a goalkeeper and I had lots and lots of protective gear. And in terms of teams, I played with lots of teams over the years. I played, when I was uh, little, I played for my primary school team and that was lots of fun and I had a, a great coach. And then I played for a club called Belconnen. And then we amalgamated with another team called St. Patrick's. And in that team, I played with lots of players who became, went on really well. We all played for the state side. So we played state-level hockey. And I did that at under-16s, under-19s, under-21s and adult level for years and years and years. And then I was lucky enough to make an Australian under-21 squad. And that was a long time ago. And that meant that I got to go to a training camp for a whole week at the Australian Institute of Sport. Why are we interested in playing hockey? We don't learn about it at our school. Yeah, I know. Well, I was lucky enough when I was at school that we did have a few team sports that we would have to play. And I was very lucky that one of my friends, her dad, Mr. Muragason, he had played at international level and he came on board and kind of coached us when we were sort of about 10, I think, and with my sister too. That was how we kind of started. And then after I left primary school, I just had enjoyed it, so I wanted to keep playing it. Is it fun? It's great fun. It's really good fun. It's really good fun because I think when you're playing sport, it's not just about winning, is it? It's about making friends. And some of my friends that, you know, I I made playing hockey at my club level and those sorts of things, they're like kind of lifelong friends. Sometimes I might not even see them for years and years and years, but then if I do see them, it's really nice and really exciting. What was the scariest game you've ever played? Well, scariest but also fun game I ever played was I was playing for the ACT side in the in the seniors, so as an adult, and we played against WA. And WA were really, really good. And at that point, the ACT senior side, we had some great players who later came through PIs like Trini Powell and Lisa Powell, who Trini went on to captain Australia for a few Olympics. But at the time, they weren't quite playing at that level yet. They were a couple of years younger than me. Anyway, we played against WA and there was a woman called Jackie Pereira. She's one of Australia's all-time 
great forwards. So if you go over to where the footy grounds are, the MCG, there's an MCG sort of sports people wall um, of fame. So there was a lot of very good players, but Jackie Pereira was phenomenal. She could dive through the air and you could pass the ball and she'd just somehow manage to deflect it into the goal. It's probably the hardest game and the most I've ever worked in a game. Uh, and we got absolutely beaten. But it was as a goalkeeper, it was kind of the best game because I had the most work ever and I was playing against Jackie Pereira. Have you ever been hurt when you've played hockey? A.K.A. have you ever done splits? Well, yes, I have done the splits. And funny you should ask that. Uh, in one of the... I've been hurt a number of times other than doing the splits. I've had a few concussions and those sort of things where I've had been hit in the head. And I've also strained ligaments in my knees. But yes, I have done the splits. And I remember actually, I came out of retirement uh, to help out my local club. I remember making this save and going down and doing the splits. And yes, I might have tweaked a bit of a muscle in the groin. I had to wait for somebody to run past and pull me back up. And I thought that was when I thought, "Mm, I think it's time to retire now because I don't seem to bounce anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's the best game you've ever played? Certainly there was the game against WA. That was pretty good. But I also got to play in a grand final. And you don't always get to play in grand finals. That was at my club level with um, St Pat's. In the end, we had like six Australian under 21 players in the one team. And we were coached by this woman, Wendy Hergenen, who was an amazing coach. And I got to play in that team in the grand final and I had to work really, really hard and it went to penalty strokes and we won on penalty strokes, which is where somebody stands about seven yards away and then they kind of flick the ball at you and you have to try and save it. So that was probably, that was the best because we got to win the grand final. So that was pretty exciting. Has an animal ever ran onto the field? Well, certainly we've had, uh, over time, we've had a few things like seagulls who've decided to try and kind of come in and land on the fields most hockey fields there'll be kind of netting and stuff around but I do remember once we went away and it was for like a country tournament so there weren't these fences that go around the field and I do remember there was a dog who ran onto the field and then somebody had to go running after the dog and get the dog. <laughs> Lusky, um, my dog is on the couch at the moment and she just stuck her head up like, thanks for the ideas. Mm-hmm. She's a bit cheeky, isn't she, Rosky the dog? The people at home can't see, but she every time I start talking, she thinks she might have a little wander around. <laughs> she wants yeah. to get in on the interview too, I think. <laughs> I play basketball. I have to train during the week and when I'm playing, I have to make sure I take time to look around when I have the ball and to look for someone to pass to. And while I'm doing that, everything happens so fast. There's players trying to get the ball, and then there's players shouting my name for me to pass. What things do you need to do to be a good hockey player? Often when you're playing, you're right. You do need to call. It's really important. Even if you were watching, if you've been watching, if you watch NBA, the women's NBA and so on, you'll notice that they do lots of calling, don't they, on the court so that they know. And they'll actually, sometimes they even have like hand signals and so on. Uh, I used to play hockey with this great one, Geordie, and she used to think she would call out names. So she would say, Lily, Evie, Sam. And that would mean that she wanted Lily, she wanted you to pass the ball to Evie and Evie, then you were going to pass the ball to me. And then she would point where she wanted the ball and so on so that she could run onto where the ball was. And when she was doing that, she'd be her brain would be thinking in triangles because 
it's if you run straight at somebody, they might try and tackle you. So she would do it. So she'd try and get the people to pass the ball around the other players. So that talking is actually really, really important. And training is really important because that's when you put into practice and you start to know where Evie's going to run to or where I'm going to run to so that you can start to practice different plays and get to know how your teammates run and where they go. If any kids are listening that are interested in playing hockey as a job, what advice would you give them? I'd say these days I'd say study well at school because there's not a lot of money in playing hockey and I think it's really important. The other thing to know about sporting careers is as much as they're fun, most sporting careers at a really elite level, even if you were to play like Lily for the women's WNBA, then most careers are over by the time you're kind of 30 and then you're going to have to keep working for a very long time. So a few people will go on and be things like coaches and those sorts of things. So I actually got an injury when I was about 21 or 22 and that meant I couldn't play hockey for a long, long time. And that actually wasn't a bad thing in a lot of ways because I went back to school and I went and I learned to study and I learned how to become a chiropractor, which is actually a really nice thing. And it meant that then I got to go on and help lots of people. And then after that, I got so interested in learning, I went back to uni and I started and I became a teacher. And now I do teaching and now I also do some research as well. But playing sport is fun. It's great. If you get if you get a career where you get to play lots of sport and you get to go and represent your country and you get to play at high level, that's very, very exciting. But even if you just play club level and you're playing with your friends, but then you're working as well, that's also really cool. What's a chiropractor? Well, a chiropractor is someone who's sort of like massages you somewhere like for example if your thigh was hurting like your joint then Sam would sort of massage it and then push on it and say does this hurt and so on sometimes give you appointments for her to check up on you again if it's still hurting that's a pretty good answer yeah (laughs) we look after chiropractors kind of they use their hands and they do. They do what Lily's talking about. Sometimes they do things like soft tissue, like massage and so on. And sometimes they they do things like they might use their hands to push on the joints. And sometimes it makes a little kind of clicky sound, like like that. Sometimes it makes those kinds of sounds. But we actually want to call primary healthcare practitioners. So that means that people can come to us with a whole range of things. So you go to school for a long time to learn to be a chiropractor just so that you can learn how to diagnose things because sometimes there'll be things that chiropractors can't handle and they need to be they should be seen by GPs or you know by doctors or other kind of medical practitioners so we're part of one of the people who work in the healthcare field sometimes we even go you guys did a podcast didn't you with a psychologist yes so sometimes we even will do things we might even refer patients to a psychologist uh, I've also got here, this is a little thing called an activator. I might give it to Lily and she can, she can have a, it makes kind of a little clicky thing. And we sometimes use that on joints. Like I was saying before, they sort of massage your joint if it hurts or something like that. I think, is this for anywhere? Yeah, we often use it on kind of joints and so on, just to get them moving. Normally, joints should move. In fact, the way, that's why sport's so good. The way your joints actually get nutrition into the joint is actually from you moving. So when you're up and you're running around and all those sorts of things, it's really good because then all of your joints are getting kind of getting healthy. 
one of the things that happens sometimes you get muscles are tight and that kind of thing and then the joints aren't moving properly well we use sometimes we use an activator that little clicky thing just to kind of get them moving properly i'll tell you what's important you kids is that when you ever have pain lots of people will then stop moving because they've got pain and actually you should do the opposite you should still try and keep moving a bit when you've got some pain because that way your joints will get their nutrition and be healthy. This is a question we ask everybody we've interviewed. What did you want to be when you were our age? Oh look, I remember being in primary school and I had to do a talk about health. I remember we had to compare whether you needed money, love or health. We had to debate that. And I remember debating and saying that we needed health because, well, if you're not healthy, you can't have love because you might be dead. And if you, even if you've got all the money in the world, if you're dead, you're not going to enjoy it. So I thought health was pretty important. But then when I was probably about 12, I actually really wanted to be a chiropractor. I also really enjoyed playing sport. So I think probably they're the kinds of things. And funnily enough, that's what I've done. Thank you for coming in, although you didn't really have to go in. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Kids First. Tell your friends all about it. You can contact us at kidsfirst.com.au or via Twitter at kids underscore verse.